coming direct from our sunny Soton studio. My name's Eli Silverman. You're listening to Cheap Show. And here's my co-host, Paul Niffy Winky Gannon. <laughs> what do you mean, Miffy Winky? I just thought you'd be good with a, a middle name, sort of. DJ Miffy Winky. Niffy. Niffy. As in, smells bad. No, I know what that <laughs> meant, yeah. Right, so welcome to Cheap Show. Hello. Hello. Uh, and we have a guest today. And I'll tell you why I have this guest. Because we record in the studios at Celador in Southampton. I don't think they know, but <laughs> we do. And we this, do? Is, this is going to be the last time we record here. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm genuinely a bit crestfallen. And one of the guys I met working at Celador has become a good friend. And, um, but he can't be here right now. But he can't be here right now. And so I've asked Damien St. John to oh, step yeah. in. Hi. Hello. I'm just here to make sure you evacuate and leave the building when this is done. That so is right. So you can never come back. <laughs> don't blame them. I don't, I'm surprised my past got me in all those weekends. Your name will no longer be on the wall. No. We will take your mug and smash it out in the car park when you leave. You will be <laughs> dead to us. The only mug I have is sitting right next to you right now. And if you want to smash him, you're more than welcome to, Mr. Oh, Damien. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Is this what it's like for like an hour? Yeah. Basically, yes. Insults. Paul yeah. calls me a tramp, calls me smelly, yeah. and then I, I come up with something extremely witty that just wins. Usually referring to the fact that I look like a geography teacher slash paedophile. You look like a, a Hang on, paedophile. Hang on, why is there a slash in there? <laughs> <laughs> because it's a, it's a job that has many alternatives. You're it's... a geography uh, teacher, but you're not a paedophile? No, yeah. I've never met those. You could do both those things at once. I yeah. mean, a lot of paedophiles have other jobs. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. It's not just like occupation paedophile. No. Do you have any other source of income? No. No. It's all right, yeah, mate. That would be, that'd be difficult, yeah. So anyway, because it's our last time here, and as a result of it being our last time here and things are changing, there might be a slight hiatus between this episode and the next Cheap Show. So please, please, dear listener. Yeah. Zzz. Yeah, there's <laughs> hopefully more than one. <laughs> Stick with us. There'll be uh, more episodes coming up as soon as possible. Yes, and we might even have one special on the go if we can sort out the recording time kind of on the field investigation cheap show on location oh i like that anyway the point is yeah, yeah. Has this podcast got any content whatsoever no not it at does. all there's plenty of content <laughs> just around the corner anyway the point is damien st john is a dj here at Celador. we thought we'd invite him in to our final cheap show in this location before we make the horrible mistake of moving location and losing the soul of what made this show real we're not going to lose this the soul no we're Paul. not this is just changing. It's an ever-evolving... Like a mu- butterfly. Like a mutating lizard. <laughs> it's, it's an ever-changing. We had the live shows. Yeah. Hopefully we'll go back there. We're going to be doing the, some live. Lo- we've got the drama-based yeah. shows, a little playlist. little playlist. We like We're those. We're a media empire. We are. The question is, will future Cheap Show work? Will future Paul and future Eli work without having the eye contact? If you're not oh. getting together. Well, we'll get eye Because we'll you together. do gaze into each other's eyes quite We often. have to, so I can see when he's lying to me. <laughs> Just get on with it. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to the... bit now. Shut up, it's been ten minutes. Welcome to the Economy Comedy Podcast, Cheap Show, where we yeah. look through the very worst of the world to deliver the very best into your ear holes. So, with that in mind, right? Yeah. I asked the internet, because Eli's become a bit of a star, Damon, did you know this? I've heard several Eli stories. Not those stories, we can't oh. talk about that. I haven't told you those stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I, didn't tell I have that. nothing to hide. Yeah, well, you do. Apart I mean, from some stuff I did as a child. Right. What happens next? Come on. <laughs> Moving on. What happens next? I forgot my point. Oh, yeah. So he's become a big celebrity because yeah. he decided to talk about noodles on YouTube Lovely. and that set the internet alight. So obviously there are people out there who want a bit of Eli goodness. Yes. Right? So I asked Twitter, hey, Eli's an expert. Why don't you hashtag ask Eli and we'll get Eli to reply to those comments. And so you got... 
two. I, I got two. Okay, good. Better than one. It's better, much better than one. So uh, let me go to uh, the first one I have here. Oh, that's someone telling you that they fancy you. These are what, nude. That's, what's that? Go back to that. bloke. You don't... I mean, I'm not saying... A geography teacher. Yeah. Is it a good-looking From bloke? Swindon. I don't know. His, his avatar looks like a death metal album cover. Mm. <laughs> Tell <Okay>. me more. <laughs> have you heard... I overheard someone say Twitter's stopping. Stopping what? Stop, from existing? Stopping being Twitter, yeah. How? They turn off the button on the, the server on. or something. <laughs> oh, you I mean like know. they're turning it off? It's not like someone just decided to stop using Twitter. Yeah, no, I, I overheard that 2017 they're going to... Quit Twitter. Twitter's going to be... Like... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I, give me the question. All right, okay, so, okay, first one is from Dr. Douglas. He's a follower of ours. Douglas. Douglas. Or are you just saying Douglas in Australian? <laughs> da- Dr. Douglas. Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl, <laughs> flying doctors. Douglas, Douglas. Douglas. Doctor, he, might, he, might, he might be Australian, we just don't know. He says... I've got a drongo down me well. <laughs> He's heard it's poor. Douglas, <laughs> what the? Fuck? I'm just playing. I'm I know. Playing I'm just, and you just seem to be having a senior moment. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he asks this question. I have reason to believe that my elderly mother is possessed by the malevolent spirit of Bob Holness. Please help. What you need to do? Yeah, this is going to be good. What you need to do is you get her under some kind of false pretext to be in a dark room. Okay? Right. So I don't know. You could sneak in while she's asleep or something like that. But you need to. Draw the draw the wholeness out by playing Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. Is that how it does? Yeah, that's. Uh, I did not know that. Which we all know, Bob no. Holness didn't play saxophone. That's right? an but urban legend. What you do is you play that at full volume. Yeah, and then you smother yourself in baked beans. <laughs> right. Uh, is this you riffing? I'm not riffing. This is science. <laughs> okay. Uh, you smother yourself in baked beans. Yeah. And then you you uh, scream out, wholeness out, wholeness. I will not. I will not give you a pee, or something like that. Right. And uh, then ho- hopefully your, your wholeness spirit problem will be uh, dealt with. You do that a couple of times. How? Oh, Perhaps how, how change how... the beans up. You know, get some barbecue. If b- baked beans don't work, maybe kidney? barbecue flavour. Branston beans. Branston beans. Good, what, they? what are they more holistic? They are more spiritual. Are they more spiritual? But you know, the beans isn't the important thing. It's Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street. Right, that is the important thing. You're right. I'm, I'm it missing. Will, it, it will drive the wholeness spirit crazy because he'll think <laughs> I'm so angry. Well, the way it works is he's angry that people thought he played the the sax solo on that right record when he didn't. And, and, no, it, we, no one... and no one remembers him for his work as being the first James Bond. Or... He wasn't the first James Bond though. He was an early James Bond. He was one on the radio, yeah. He played yeah, we James all know Bond. Roger Moore was the first Bond. No. Fact. No, he wasn't. Because he the... was the first proper Bond. Because I... none of the others until that point did Kung Fu or could carry <laughs> off a cardigan. <laughs> and we know that is what Bond really does. If you've read Ian Fleming's early work, you'll know. There's a very famous passage in, I think it's uh, Live and Let Die, where Fleming writes succinctly, Bond walks in wearing a khaki safari suit, smoking some Rothmans and going, Ew, darling. Which I believe is canon. There's a great passage in one. I'm reading some of the short stories, you know, like Quantum of Solace. Yeah, all the small ones. There's a great one where he's in a forest with a woman and she's acting hysterically. And actually in the book, he slaps around the face and goes, shut up, you bitch. <laughs> That's him being subtle. And that is, it's in the book. It's in the book. So when Timothy Dalton came on and was like, you know, really sort of straight laced, they were like, this is not Bond. But that no. was actually, Bond was actually a twat. Oh, he yeah. was. He's a nasty yeah. killer. 
He's a very nasty boy. He's a nasty um, alcoholic killer. Is there another question for asking? Well, Eli? there is. All right, okay, so Ginge has got a question for you. Okay. Ginge hit, says... Hit me, Ginge. Please hit him, Ginge. If you ever see him in public, right in the belly butts. Right in the belly butts. I don't know what belly butts are. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I like Listen, it. Listen, nifty winky. Just right give, the, give right me the question. Butts. All right. Ginge says, and his name is A Sleepy Slug oh, on Twitter. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> your name should be your name on Twitter. All right. Anyway, okay. Let's get on with this. He says, "With my wedding anniversary fast approaching, can I ask Eli what cheap gift idea he'd recommend?" Good question. So uh, he doesn't say what wedding it is, whether it's paper or silver or gold or whatever. He's just well. There is a noodle by. Oh, no, you <laughs> fucking don't. don't <laughs> sorry. Don't do your I'm noodle s- shit I'm, here. I'm not doing noodle shit. It's... And it comes with a grate to sift the water from. <laughs> <laughs> What? You're not Jimmy Savile. You, well, you, well, you don't do Jimmy Savile. Oh, 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 <laughs> noodles, oh, oh, oh. noodles, now, noodles. Now, noodles. Oh, now it's about that then, Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of great noodles you could buy her. Right. I'm trying to have another thought. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now you're locked into noodle. You could go get her some... A lovely crockery in the charity shops. <laughs> a lovely crockery. There's a lot of what I've been noticing in charity shops is there's a lot of um, that smoked glass that was popular in the seventies. Okay. You know it's kind of smoky. Yes. Kind of grey. Yes. Translucent. Depressing. Depressing it's... cutlery. Yes. And crockery. Yeah. Get get her some depressing co- so, cockery. Cockery. <laughs> Give her some depressing cockery. Well, I think she's I think... Got, she's in for a lifetime of that anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Ginge, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ginge. I do apologise. Ginge might have great cockery. He might have a perfect piece of cockery. He might have the best penis ever. Maybe you, that's what you need to give it. It's cheap, Ginge. You've already got one. Yeah. Give her a good shag. <laughs> I'm happy. You only get one once a year, love. Yeah. So, what is it? What? What is the what anniversary? Is it? I don't know. He doesn't say. I'll just give her a fucking card. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Eli. <laughs> The survivor of many failed relationships. <laughs> I just give him a fucking card. All right, are there any more questions? Yeah, there's one. There's okay. one. An email was sent him. This is from an inquisitive inquirer. Ooh. Ooh, it's very exciting. So, Eli. Yes. This is right in your ballpark because you're an actor, allegedly. I have an upcoming audition where I have to play someone from Long Island. I need a dialect coach. Can you please tell me how to pronounce the following sentence, as in, in a Long Island accent? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, the sentence is this. When in Long Island, I like to drink some coffee, walk the dog, and water the lawn. Okay? Now, she sent me a video clip of people from Long Island talking. Okay. Do you want to hear that just for reference? Sure, yeah. Let's you, give it some is that all right? Yeah. All right, here we go. When I'm out of New York, they know exactly where I'm from. Coffee. Water. Mall. Talk. Everybody says I have a really thick Long Island accent. I don't hear it, but everybody else does. Okay. Mother. Coffee. Mall. Water. Long Island people like to drink coffee, shop at the mall, walk their dog, and swim in the water. They look at you and go, you're from New York. Long Island, aren't you? For a start, Long Island people sound really fucking dull. <laughs> they do three things. They, they just, walk yeah. their dog, they drink coffee, coffee, and they talk about themselves a lot. Right, so, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, giving a acting masterclass... Well, just give me the sentence one time. Please. Do you mind? I'm giving you a fucking in- intro here. That will sell you as an acting superstar, right? It's very unprofessional when you talk over me like that. I might leave for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as an actor and acting starlet, he will now pronounce this sentence. When in Long Island, I like to drink some coffee, walk the dog and water the lawn. Eli, take it away. When in Long Island, I like to drink Wait, some- wait, he didn't even say the L in Long Island then, so at least do it right. When in Long Island, 
Do it again. When in Long Island, I like to drink some coffee, walk the dog, and drink some water. <laughs> yeah? Okay, for those that aren't watching the video feed of this, uh, a big vein popped out on the side of his head, <laughs> and Eli went a bit purple because he didn't take a, a sentence breath at all. Do it again. When in Long Island, I like to drink some coffee, walk the dog, walk water the lawn. When in Long Island, I like to drink some dog, water the coffee, and then <laughs> stick a hose up my ass. <laughs> See, when you went off book, you thought I'd declare it. I'm going to have a go. When in Long Island, I like to dwink some coffee. <laughs> dwink. <laughs> Hang on, that's what you are. You're yeah. a dwink. Did Elmer Fudd just walk into the room? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I like to drink some coffee, walk the dog, and water the lawn. You're overplaying it there, Paul. That's, that's how I know. Damien, your go. When I'm in Long Island, I like to drink a coffee. See, he did it too. <laughs> walk the wife and eat the fucking dog. Hey, hey. what's it all about? Hey. Forget, hey. forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> okay, is that, that, that's the end of that section then? I think Ask Eli will become, quite quickly, our most popular failed segment. <laughs> <laughs> Send them in, listeners. We're back in the room, and in this episode of Cheap Show, I thought today's theme... Because sometimes we like to theme our episodes. It's about con men and hustling and being on the rob. And if you're Carla Lane, writing charming sitcoms about them and calling it bread and having a bunch of fucking scousers go, Listen. All right there, mate. Fucking hell there. Lil is a fucking... Oh, God, I fucking hate bread. I hate it. I what? know. We know you hate bread. I hate it. <laughs> but listen, the woman passed away recently, okay? So yeah. have some fucking respect. Yeah, and you know what I like to do? I like to go to the news reports that said, today Carla Lane died. And I watch those videos naked. <laughs> yeah. That's all you Are need to know. Beans? How is that different from any other day in your life? I'm not usually erect. All right, okay. Right, okay, good. Are we happy now? I'm happy. My little belly trumpet <laughs> gets serviced. Well, your belly trumpet? Yeah, my, my tummy oboe. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> your groinal hose pipe. Yeah, my gut stick. <laughs> oh, that's... Why do you have the gut? It's not... It hides under my gut, like yeah. a like a like a tunnel spider waiting like to pounce. Like a pants. fucking mole, <laughs> a mole with a wet nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big whiskers and a raincoat <laughs> and eats ants. What was I talking about? <laughs> your your, pe- your penis <laughs> endlessly, your belly truncheon. Yeah. Some say I have something to hide. So when you said this episode was about con men, yeah. you were talking about how you managed to snare snare your fiance. Yeah. Tales of your penis. I used to say, we can only make love in the dark, and then when the lights went out, put a hot dog in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Did you warm this hot dog up? Yeah, of course I boiled right. it. I'm not an animal. Do you remember that story about that what? That, that that woman who was prosecuted for getting someone to marry her because she thought he, she was a man? Wait, he married her? They're two women. Two women. and But she was pretending to be a man, yes. and the other woman didn't know. Yeah. And they got married. And they got married. And there was no sexual congress. There was sex, but they did it in the dark or something. She pretended she had... Did she have a fake phallic? Yeah. This really? might feel like a gherkin, but trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much it's more. It's cold. It smells of dill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just a condition. Salty. <laughs> Please don't bite down. <laughs> All of a sudden, I want a cheeseburger. Yeah, no, but that happened. Yeah. Yeah, oh. That did happen. Well, anyway... That is the greatest con, I think. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. Well, thank you, Damien, for getting us onto the subject of... Today's episode is con-man-themed. We're going to be talking about cons and hustles and rip-off merchants okay. and things like that to start. Um, there is a list here on Listverse, where I source all my best ripped-off material, and they go into the classic cons you still fall for. So I'm going to read a few titles out. Is, is this a con in itself? Are you conning us No, now? these are all stories. Okay, these right. are cons that happen in real life, yeah. on regularly, yeah. that somehow... 
people still fall for. Okay. All right? So the first one is called Melon Drop. Do you want to know what a melon drop is? Not yeah. really. <laughs> well, it's our first one, so I'm going I'm to do go, it. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yes, please, Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Fucking play the game, mate. <laughs> right. Any good person who's bumped into a stranger and broken expensive possession would, of course, offer to pay for it. Uh, people tend to feel responsible when they break things, so that's where the melon drop scammers are counting on you to fall into that trap. The scam gets its name from cons that usually originally used melons at the time when melon prices were at a record high in Japan. So we're already... Aware. Oh, it's Japan, yeah, because yeah, they've a... got those square watermelons. They're about 50 quid. Are they? Yeah. How do they make square watermelons? They grow them in square containers. I guess that makes plenty of sense, actually. Yes. <laughs> I thought they chiselled them, you know, no, got them to no. shape. It's a lot no. of work. It's a lot of They're work. They're very efficient, the Japanese. Why yeah, they've got some expensive melons in Japan, yeah, so of course. that makes sense. Go on. Go okay, on. the cons would bump into a Japanese tourist, drop a melon and go, You broke my melon! You broke my melon! Oh. <laughs> what you can't do Long Island, but I Long c- Island isn't a race. True, it's just a bunch of silly people. I'll do it again. Oh, you broke my melon! <laughs> <laughs> it's what? What's wrong with that? Okay, continue. Oh yeah, because we're, we're recording. You're not laughing, but this is outside the park. Paul, you're the funniest. Yeah, do you pull your eyes voice. back? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the cons would bump into them, and the tourists would pay jacked up prices. Now, the modern version of the scam involves putting worthless broken glass in a box, walking up to someone, bumping into them, they drop it, you shake it, oh, you brought me box, give us some money. Yeah. Let's have a look at it. No. Let, what, what did you break? I want to know what I'm paying for. Goblet. <laughs> no, you just say it's it was a crystal thing or something, and you're showing them broken glass. Yeah, yeah to be able to see it was what the object was a crystal from the crystal maze, They're, and that show isn't on anymore. They're I can, rare. I cannot replace it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's priceless to me. All right, okay. but I'll take two hundred thousand. Yeah, six figures. How <laughs> do you fucking bumped into you? Okay, right. so that still goes on. That still goes on. I, I mean, it's common. I wouldn't, it wouldn't, ha- wouldn't avoid wouldn't people me. with boxes. Yeah. So if if you you walk down the road and I bumped into you, I went, mate, my box. I go, I'm very sorry. But fuck you! <laughs> Just leg it. Yeah, I can. I can't afford to pay some. If it's va- anything, if it's valuable, why would you be carrying it around in the street? Yeah, put it's it a very good a, point. Put it in a cab. Yeah, it's a very good. So point. it's a con that can work, but uh, you know, I think the best cons. Yeah, as I'm sure we'll go into, are ones where you exploit the marks greed. Well, we're we'll getting to one of those okay. a little bit okay. later. Yes. a little bit later. So there's no on. greed. There's no. There's no greed element in that con, is there? It's just, it's just um, yeah. sympathy that you're trying to pity, sympathy. Yeah, not well, as strong as greed. No, as a motivator. No, that's why you never reply to people saying, "My granddad died and left me eight hundred yeah. million pound yeah. in the yeah. will, and I yeah. want to rest it yeah. somewhere." Yeah, that's the um. worst Nigerian accent I've ever heard. <laughs> well, I can't. I don't want to try it, oh, do I? <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> we're not I'm mulling it over um, he says don't tempt me he means please tempt me yeah I know I'm such a bad person like that right the next one's called the ring reward this is quite a popular one uh, I felt this one you felt it <laughs> the ring reward the yeah. ring reward it's yeah. quite hard to say ring reward this scam was featured recently in the movie Zombieland did you see Zombieland I did see that I don't okay, so the ring reward a pretty girl pretends to have lost her engagement ring she asks you if you found the ring and then leaves her info, promising a decent reward for its return. A short time later, some lucky guy goes up to you and goes, oh, I've just found this ring, mate. Do you know anyone who's lost the ring? Right? Yeah. And so the con is counting on you to offer money for the ring, saying, oh, just, give us, just give us 50 quid. Because the woman said, I'll give you 100 quid if you return it to me. So again, the greed element comes yeah. in here. And so so she I- probably names a figure. 
So she'll probably say, oh, if you can find it, I'll, I'll give, give I'll you five grand. I'll give so. you five grand. Yeah, yeah. And then this guy goes, oh, mate, oh, I found this ring. Give us 50 quid for Give it. us 50 quid. And you go, oh, you fucking muppet. Oh, good. Yeah. So the best cons always work like that. Yeah. Would you fall for that? No. You wouldn't? No way. I like to think I'm a good judge of people, <laughs> you know, pretending. Yeah. To me, yeah. I, I think Orgasms I could, and... <laughs> yeah. I just, you have faith. I'm an expert in that. And so, yeah, I think I like to think... Do you? Uh, why? why? <laughs> Sorry. N- you I know. Niffy, you're niffy bellend. <laughs> if, you, if you had an engagement ring that was worth £5,000, you would have it on your home contents insurance. Oh, yeah. Right. And so if you lost it... So you don't give a flying uh, belly butts if uh, if it's lost. Yeah. yeah. So actually if someone says, oh, buy it off me or whatever... Well, no, but they, they, she obviously says it's sentimental, it's a it's her grandma's, or, you know, it has some kind of unique... Mm. D- unique... It's got her grandma's DNA buried deep in the diamonds. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Next one. Uh, do you want to hear one about lottery tickets? Yeah. All right, good. We'll yeah, go through not? that. Who cares? Don't say who cares. You went to me. Yes, that's very interesting. I'll invest myself. It's the the apathy that I come for. (laughs) Bring a guest on. It could be apathetic. I've got you for that. I'm. Listen. You put the pathetic in apathetic. I do not. I'm very, very much uh, infused with this whole Mm. process. Right. Come on, Paul. Please, Uncle Paul. Uh, Give us another con, Uncle Paul. I don't know why I do this with any co host, let alone. (laughs) I'm sorry I called you Niffy Niffy Winky. Although that is staying. That is staying. It's going to be Niffy Winky. Ask Niffy Winky. (laughs) That's the worst episode of Teletubbies (laughs) in the world. (laughs) Right, the lottery paper scam. In this scam, con artists convinced their intended victims to buy a worthless piece of paper. Before the popularity of cell phones, cons provided forged newspapers as proof of the winning numbers. But these days, a fake hotline or website is used to seal the deal. The con requires a masterful storyteller and an inside man who can befriend the mark. All right? So this already sounds convoluted to me. How does it work? Well, one scammer reveals that What's happened is they've won a lottery prize, but he can't claim the cash because he owes money to the government, who confiscate all his winnings. Oh, no, I can't possibly claim this million. They'll just take my money. Here's the thing. How much do you owe if you can't collect a 40 million prize lottery ticket? Man, what have the government got to do with it? Well, it's a very good... <laughs> the government don't run the lottery. Well... He owes tax, so... Four million pounds so worth because, of tax. Because he owes tax, he's not allowed to claim his lottery winnings. No, he's allowed, no. but they'll they'll they will tax his winnings. Yeah, they'll and, take his winnings off him and his house. Yeah, they they'll know just strip it's him. him who's claiming them. Yeah. So it's him right. I know it's hard to believe, right? So, okay, mate, you keep your problems to yourself. Yeah, I don't fucking care. But there's a greed element. <laughs> there I, is now in the original the version element, of the scam. They, 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 he pays you. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, in the original version of the scam, the winners are scared illegal immigrants without ID or legal papers. Ah. That's how it would originally be. This is be. why it's so popular. Which is why it's not too dissimilar to this spam thing online where it's like Nigerian prince yeah, yeah. wants to rest his cash. Uh, they're afraid that when they claim the prize, they'll be deported. That's in the original one. These days, if you just have a funny accent, you're afraid of being deported now living in this country. Bang! Ooh. Satire! Ooh. Ow! <laughs> Don't, oh! Ow! You're going to hurt your back. I am. The con will ask for opinions and help. Oh, what can I do? What should I do? Where should I put this money? Oh, this money. <laughs> you know. And then we'll have the victim call a hotline to verify the numbers. Eli, to prove it, you call this. You call up the hotline. Okay. Damien, you be the hotline. Yeah, mate, call the hotline. Prove oh, I'll it. call it now. Hello, scam hotline. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, I've uh, 
Uh, yes, I'd like to claim the the lottery, please. <laughs> Congratulations, um, I, you've won nine. Well, I haven't given you the numbers yet. I can tell by your voice that you're genuine. <laughs> it, you sound, uh, you know, 9.8 million lira. Oh, right, and where's it going? Yeah, into your bank account. Can oh, I have your number? Is that how it works? Then I'll give yeah, you... pretty much. Ah. <laughs> That's how it works. And if you don't give us the bank account, don't worry, we're tracing this call and we're going to bundle you in the back of a van... And take you it to just, Dover. It'd be easier just to mug someone. It than, would. It sounds it? like so much work. It'd be well, like um, the point is, it was like it was the con. They they considered themselves con men as sort of above yeah. armed robbers or muggers. Or, yeah, the gentleman's criminal. Yeah. So it wasn't about violence, was it? It was about you know what I mean. Violence might be an easier way to do it, but they would they would they wouldn't do that because crowbar is so uncouth, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it just you could just yeah. you could just get some guy on the street, threaten to kill him unless he takes. Although, takes all his money out. Those, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. That works yeah. better, doesn't it? Although the hoodlums did, they pretty much drove the balaclava industry into the ground. Because <laughs> before armed robberies, balaclavas were a thing. They were People huge. People were going, Jesus, it's cold outside I'd in like January. some kind of uh, yeah. warmth around the bottom of my face. <laughs> I'd like to be top. able to speak and see, but not look like I'm a member of the SAS. Here's a balaclava. And then criminals went, we'll have that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that. We'll nick that too. The problem is, is like they burst into a bank. What? Can you take the mask off? Yeah, sorry. Can I give you all the... Oh, fuck. I would like to see the balaclava come back and really sort of break through that taboo where you can go into a bar with a balaclava and a shotgun and nobody judges you. Yeah, in the good old days. Yeah. Hashtag bring back balaclavas. I'm just going to put my wife on a chain and leave her in the corner. (laughs) Right. The next scam on the list. That's a shit scam, that last one. I know. The fake workman scam. Right. Yes. In the in this scam, con artists posing as a gas, water, or electric company. I couldn't say that <laughs> sentence. Is somebody tickling you? <laughs> I just couldn't get that sentence out. Is there anyone there? <laughs> uh, in the workman scam, con artists pose as gas, water, or electric company employees, and they come to your house to say, we, "We've had a suspected leak. Yeah. Can we can we come in?" Or there's a gas shortage. Yeah. Can we come in? So they'll instruct you to turn on some control panel in the basement or go outside or tell them when something changes. But this is just a distraction. And then what they do? Well, um, th- they rob your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's the equivalent of going into someone's house and say, is that a spot on the wall? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's that. They'll just yeah. come into your house and then rob you. Again, easier just to come around your house, battle clavers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, threaten you. Yeah. I it's- don't let anyone in my house. Ever. My parents don't. <laughs> I had, I'm your mother, ID. Yeah, I want to see you. A couple your badge? of years back, I yeah. had these so-called police. Is it, are you being fascist now? Is that what you mean? So-called police, no, so-called government? No, these police officers came round from yeah. plain clothes and they uh, yeah, showed me the badge and everything. <laughs> Made you get down on your knees, no, suck a they, dick. <laughs> they said, do you know this guy? Does this guy live here? And I just get this feeling that they are not it was real. Off. They weren't real. Yeah, there was something. Did they want to come in? No. No. I think... Are police like vampires? They will only enter your house if you invite them in. Basically, yeah. You have to invite them in unless they've got a search warrant. Wow. They didn't have a warrant. No, apparently. So maybe they were trying to rob my house. Maybe. They didn't do a very good job of it. Great anecdote. (laughs) So You can cut that bit. No, I'm keeping that in. That's the gold I like to make sure enters every Cheap Show podcast. Right. The mustard dip. Do you want to have a guess what you think the mustard dip I is? I love this. These are going to all be sex acts. Melon drop, <laughs> mustard dip. The workman scam. The workman scam. Yeah. Oh, come and fix my refrigerator. What, darling? Okay, the tell mustard, me about the mustard yeah. dip. What do you think if I said, oh, have you heard about the mustard dip? 
What do you think I didn't I'd be talking about? I had to think in this podcast. I thought I could just sit here and be sarcastic for an hour. No, <laughs> that's no. his job. The mustard dip. Well, if you said to me, what is the mustard dip? I would think it's some sort of substitute. Oh, for mustard? Yeah. <laughs> a dip. Horse, horseradish. A dip. I think dip is con man talk for pickpocketing. You dip something. You, yeah. You, or a switch. Is it a switch? You cover something as something else and then you just... No, I shouldn't have asked you this question at all. No. It was a mistake. I'm I sorry. You, it's late. Right. So in this scam, a helpful stranger tells you that you've got something on your coat and offers to wipe it off for you. And then? That's it. What if I'm not wearing a coat? Then... <laughs> What if I'm naked? Yeah. <laughs> what if I'm watching videos of Carla Lane at home? <laughs> Look, that's my thing, You've got not some yours. mustard on your keyboard. So what? They, they... No, this is it. Hang on, let me get into it. So they'll say, oh, you got something on you. I'll, I'll wipe it off. And before you know it, they're removing your jacket. And then they're reaching down into your pants. And then they're giving you the old hand shandy jiggle dance. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> basically, they go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take your wallet out your, out your jacket for you and give that a clean too. Basically, what they do is they it's say... It's a pickpocket. Yeah. But with a little bit of extra uh, deception. Yeah. So it might not be like a spot of mustard on your lapel. Or it might be... But, a... but do they actually make sure that there's something there? I mean... Well, in some it's cases... It's weird. How You're walking down the street, someone comes up, oh, you've got something there, take your jacket off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just start undressing you yeah. in the middle of Vauxhall. You know? Yeah. Well, That's... Vauxhall, you, you expect that. but uh... So in some <laughs> cases, they do squirt a little bit of something on you. Maybe there'll yeah. be somebody who walks ahead. There's a ahead squirter. And yeah. go... Yeah, you've got the squirt man yeah. walking ahead. Now it's making sense, yeah. Followed by it's, another man who goes up the and goes... The wiper. Goes, oh, you've got, you've got some... the squirt man ahead, then the wiper. This what? is like a really shit A-team. <laughs> <laughs> squirt man and the wiper. That could be a good cop show. So if a stranger points out some gooey substance on your clothes, thank them, decline the help, clean it yourself. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. you're not going to fucking... Yeah, if in any doubt that that's what you're supposed to do, definitely do not interact with anyone ever, ever. in the public. Just don't, but just ignore anyone. You can't anyone. trust anyone. You can't no. trust so, them. I can't trust you. I can't trust you. Everyone's Paul, out. you've got something on your... Let what? Me, uh... <laughs> Have I got something on my wallet? <laughs> you've got something oh. on your winky. Oh, is it Miffy? <laughs> <laughs> There's something on that £10 note. Would you use it to go and buy some beer? Well, you're not going to be able to clean oh. that. Uh, I, my friend once bought some drugs. This is how stupid he was. Yeah. The guy, he, he sort of, the guy went, you know, you've got to come with me to this estate and, you know, yeah. it's in there. I'll, in that dark alley so down give there. Me the money over there. And uh, give me the money and I'll go and get it. Yeah. Know? And he, he stood around the corner and then he came back and he went, yeah, okay, just give me another £10 to wrap it in. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> wow, that is really stupid. Yeah, he Good fell work. for it. Because that comment should have it. said, got a tenner, I'll wrap it in it. I'll wrap it in a 50. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been better. So that's manipulation. But wait, did he just end up walking away with 20 quid then and never came back? Or did he actually bring it back wrapped in a 10? No, no. He took 20, Yeah. went round the corner, came back and went, oh yeah, I've got it. Just give me another 10 to wrap it in. The guy gives him another 10 and then he just took that and... Fucked off. Yeah. So he, he, well, you've got to be increased. careful. We already had that twenty. But he was he, he, uh, buying drugs, he and therefore it. he deserves what he gets. Yes, because sometimes you buy a bag, and it ends up being fucking sage. <laughs> <laughs> that is some chutzpah, though, isn't it? Yeah. To 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 step out and go, just give me another tenner. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you don't think people are that stupid, but it turns out they, they really are. do. Yeah. So if in doubt, just ask a stupid question yeah. and see what happens. All right, and the last one on this list is called The Flop. Again, sounds like a sex act. <laughs> oh, get the master dip. I've had a flop. Oh, late, uh, last night I got a lady at home after a few drinks. T- Couldn't have sex with her because I had the flop. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happens if you like drill a hole in a square melon. 
and then put your dick in it. <laughs> Sorry. This, we know the Japanese are very, you know... Oh, very misunderstood people. And the flop is simply just going out into the street and jumping into a moving car and going, oh, my back. Oh, yeah. Which is why in, in like, Russia they had dash cam cams. Is that why? Because so many people did that. Because there are so many claims of uh, uh, vehicle accidents and things like, oh, you ran into me. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, you ran into me. Nyet, nyet, nyet. It's good. I like that. Is this good? Are you bumping into you like it? My wife. Give me a coffee. <laughs> coffee. Can you fucking do Russian? Russian? Yes. <laughs> so those are all ones that actually still happen they still happen they're yeah. not obviously common as they used to be but people still fall for those scams so you know be careful out there and don't have nightmares right well, so we've gone from popular cons to the con men themselves now alright I've got a few people here some of them you might have known or might have heard of or some of them are completely new to you right so these are some of the stories that these con men pulled off have you ever heard of Victor Lustig? No, never heard of him. Victor Lustig? No, that's a porn star oh, right. from the film The Flop, sequel to The Mustard Dip. There was a, there was a great US uh, at Diver at the Olympics this year with a porn star name. Oh, oh yeah. what was it? Steel Johnson. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Excellent. I love and that. The, the funny thing is, I think Steel Johnson beat Tom Daly. Which I bet the, he did. I, it was dip, <laughs> dipped in algae-covered irony. Oh, was that what that green pool was? Yeah, well, they, they say it's... Uh, algae because it's open air yeah but i think someone just pissed in the pool yeah we used to do that a lot at watford springs uh, <laughs> I, I would look at someone with a grievance towards the ioc maybe yeah. the russians oh of course it's they, always the Ruskies. they snuck in because do you know how they i'm totally going off track here but Go do you know how they switch the drugs oh you know do you know how they switch the samples so you know, like, there's a drug thing where the Russians got caught yeah, doing yeah, those. Yeah. Damien, explain how they got away with it. The Russians got away with it. They were doing drug testing, and it was state-sponsored doping, and it was basically taking vials of wee and swapping them for vials of wee from people that weren't doping. Yeah. And the way the Russians did it in Sochi was they drilled a hole in the wall. <laughs> we call this the porky movement. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, when these vials of wee were just sitting on the table, this tiny little hand came out and picked up the vial and then swapped it for another one. Wow. And they didn't notice until they discovered this hole in the wall and then <laughs> un- unraveled the whole thing. So if you're going to do a con, yeah. have a plasterer or on hand. Some with very small hands like, say, Jerry Beadle. Well, no. <laughs> no, because it'd still be a small hole. All right. Well, well, what, put... They'd say, oh, look, there's a, there's a hole, but no one's, no one's got hands small enough to go through there. It must be a child's hand. You have a child's hand. <laughs> um, yes, but Vic, Victor, what's his face? Oh, yeah, Victor Lustig. Yeah. So, I, can he, I just say? Yes. I failed a piss test. Have you? For yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I failed That's a good piss point. test I done a at British Rail. They sacked my ass. You worked for and British I Rail? some clean piss off of my brother's mate. Who <laughs> obviously was off his tits <laughs> no. on drugs. No, you know what let me down? What? Temperature. So what? You it brought in chilled. cold piss. It wasn't my my piss wasn't hot enough. My fake, <laughs> the fake piss wasn't hot enough. Don't keep it in the fridge if you are. That was your mistake. Fiddling the, the system. The nurse was like, "I'm sorry, it's not warm enough." Oh, like, you should have kept it in your back pocket or something. And then they, and then they sacked me. They sacked me so hard. The woman was like, "And it wasn't just cannabis." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Dot dot dot. Yeah. It's a great job. Was it? I was a porter at Paddington Station. Porter at Paddington. What does that involve? Moving people's luggage. Oh. You know, a porter. Yeah, I guess. I and he had this it. sign on the trolley saying, don't tip mm. us. Do not, do yeah. not tip us. I'm sorry, did you work at Paddington in like 1910? <laughs> no, <this is> the... <laughs> Excuse me, governor! <laughs> Occasionally shooing some bears out from Peru. Yeah. Seriously. And uh, yeah, they used to tip, tip their asses off. 
Wow, and they had suspicion that you might have been taking no, recreational drugs. No, everyone who works on for the British Rail has needs to, to needs to be on drugs. No, has to have, <laughs> has to have uh, a piss test. Yeah, because of you, you know, working near trains. So, doctor, I have to have a piss test. Yeah, you anyway, just come in here and then on my face. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't hot enough. My wee wasn't hot. My fake wee wasn't hot enough. Fair enough. So let that be a lesson to you. Me. Yeah. You need, <laughs> Sorry. In your you need, new job, if you're, going, <laughs> if you're taking a, some fake piss in to to keep it warm. Yeah, you put it, put it, boil it up maybe before you go out. Boil it up. Well, give it, give <laughs> put it in a, a flask, warm, and then put it in a flask. Yeah, yeah put it in a nice. I little... had it in a little sort of thing taped to my leg. None, none of this worked. <laughs> Edit point. Right. So, Victor Lustig is the man known as the man who sold the Eiffel Tower. Now, but it's he, still there. It's still there. Now, here's the thing. He has a very interesting life in general. If you go into the details of his life, it's fascinating. He invented. A money printing machine, right? And the idea is, he built this box himself. He'd go up to someone and say, right, for a grand, as example, I'll give you this box. And what this box does is, you slip a note in, any note you want, and it prints it out. So, he takes this, like, I don't know. Well, it prints a copy out. A very good, you know, fake $50 bill. So, let's just say he goes, turn the crank, and then this other dollar bill falls out. Oh, he got two. And then he goes, and then he will say this. By the way, this works, but you can only use it every 18 hours. So if you turn the handle again, you've got to wait 18 hours, Which right? Which was how long, how, how far could he get away in 18 hours? Which is hours? exactly the point, yeah. <laughs> it would be like, yeah, that definitely works. All right, a grand? Yeah, thanks. Just remember, looks at his watch, 18 hours before you try it again. Train at 7.44. And apparently there was one story where, like, months later, this guy stopped him in the street and goes, you, yeah, you sold me that box that prints money. Y- yeah, it didn't work. Right. Can I buy another one? <laughs> That's it. The, the, the stupidity of people. The stupidity of people. So he would go. I mean, he, he he sold, in some cases, actually, I'm looking at this now, he sold the box for 30 grand, which in, whatever it was, 1890 in America. That's a, hell a, of a lot of yeah. money. And when you look into the story, he was ripping off people left, right and centre where they got to the point where he couldn't be himself in any one state. He had to have a different moniker for every single town and state he lived in so he didn't get caught out. Now, forget about all that. In 1925... He was in France and he was working with a conman partner and he thought, do you think I could flog the Eiffel Tower? Do you own it? No. But do you think I can flog it? Yeah, he did. So he went up to a government official and said, right, because everyone at this time didn't like the Eiffel Tower because everyone saw it when it was first built. Went, Oh, that's an ugly eyesore. There was a philosopher, I can't remember his name, whose favourite place in the whole of France was the Eiffel Tower. Because it's the one place in France he didn't get to see the Eiffel Tower. Well, who was this? Hegel? I can't, can't remember. I can't remember his name. Descartes? No. <laughs> I mean, a philosopher. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, your camp was a real piss on. Yeah, go sing all of that so you can guess which one it was. I don't know. I can't remember the name right now. But anyway, he went up to this businessman and went, look, no one likes this Eiffel Tower. I work with a scrap merchant. So do you want to buy it off us and we'll scrap it for you? And this guy was like, yeah. So, he sold the Eiffel Tower to scrap metal merchant dealers and then fucked off to Vienna with a big box of cash. Now, obviously, the buyer himself can't call up then and go, I bought the Eiffel Tower! Do, do you know this man? No. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I've done it again! Yeah. Oh, first it was the box and then it was... Oh. But, so, again, the greed element was in but there. here's the other thing. He thought he'd make a fortune off the scrap. I yeah, Victor... Joke was like, that was way too big. Because I can't remember how much he, he got for it, but it was a lot of money to yeah. scrap the Eiffel Tower. And he looked at the newspapers every day and listened to, you know, tried to find out if it was announced. It wasn't. So you know what he did? did he again. went back and did it again. Wow. He went, well, no one caught me, so I'll give it another go. Went for the whole same thing. Yeah, I can scrap that for you. I can put you in there. And then the scrap metal dealers go, oh, easy money. 
Weird. So what did Victor then do with all of this money? Uh, well, eventually he spent it all on drugs and women and upset everyone and was chased by different... There was a story, I can't remember all the details now, of a sheriff who finally caught him and was very proud of himself, but the sheriff had debts. And so Victor went, I'll help you out with this debt. I've got this money printing machine. <laughs> and the sheriff Just bought it. The box. sheriff bought it, got done for fraud, went down for a few years as a result. Wow. Yeah, crazy. So, He's um, a master con man. I love guy. the idea that you can actually, like a bullshit verbal MacGyver, yeah. you can just get yourself out of any scenario by yeah. telling lies. Yeah. Straight away. But long story short, he died on the 9th of March, 1947, in Alcatraz with pneumonia. Good, what a prick. What a prick. I'm so, going to Alcatraz in 28 days. <laughs> Shall I piss in his uh, cell? You if you can find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. His will be the one with the Eiffel Tower scratched into the wall. <laughs> there was Frank Ab- Ab- Abagna- Ab- Abagnale. Abagnale, yeah. yeah. But he was very famous because Steven Spielberg turned his... Catch me if you can. Catch me if yeah, you can, yeah. Which was then turned into a musical on Broadway. A musical? Yeah. Which very is what they musical. say about most musicals in Broadway because they last about five minutes. Yeah, catch it while you can. <laughs> <laughs> he collected... Over the course of his life, $2.5 million involving scams over 26 different countries. Oh, God, he was printing fake money all the time, blank deposit slips. His checks, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was his thing, wasn't he it? He had so many pseudonyms, and he would say, oh, I, I forged a half a degree, and, yeah, he, was the, he had the gift of the gab, this guy. I won't want to go into it, because, obviously, he got a movie made of his life. So, Frank, Kronfucky. Abdicin and Ale. Abdicin and Ale. <laughs> Imagine he was in a film with Matthew McGoggany. Mahogany. <laughs> Imagine that. Mahogany oh. and Abdiganale. <laughs> I can't even say that now. I couldn't do it. Mahogany, Mahogany. Mahogany, Mahogany. I uh, actually want someone with that name to win an Oscar. Or because they had the Lapita Nyango, which I think is probably the closest you can get. The one from 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> yeah. But that's probably the closest to ridiculous name at the Oscars. You could possibly reach. Well, there's that guy who, the British actor, Chit Chit Chiwajal. Yeah, Elijah Four. Chiwajal. Elijah Four. Elijah Four. allegedly. Do you know what the best name ever for a Wild West stripper would be? Go on, Bronte McQueenie. Why? It just would be, wouldn't it? Is that your is that your drag name? If you had to be a drag artist, Bronte McQueenie. What would be the second best? I haven't thought of that. Fanny McFlaps. No, yeah, that's crude. <laughs> Surely, Miffy Winky. Miffy Winky. <laughs> yes. The one that nobody goes yeah. with. He's, he's, a, he's the monkey on the, on top of the piano. In. Bronte McQueenie. We've all come to see Bronte McQueenie. Oh, uh, uh, she... No, we've got Niffy Winky. <laughs> it's Miffy Winky tonight. No. Sorry, day shift. Day shift strippers. Right, I'll next. come back at seven. I also had to... Oh, it's another funny name, just yeah. out of nowhere. I don't know what kind of person this would be, but his name was Chad Arblaster. <laughs> oh. Ch- hang on, Chad R, and then Blaster. No, Arblaster is oh, his surname. Arblaster is a whole surname. Yeah. Arblaster. Chad Arblaster. What does he do? I fucking don't know, do I? I think he's a stuntman. Oh, what does he do? Yeah, sorry, it's hypothetical, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, you invented him. I wasn't saying was no, he a he's real, a real per- person. Oh, he's a real person. That's a real name oh. I saw. Same with Bronte McQueenie. Oh. Chad is a first name that you either give to a country or a very specific <laughs> type of person. Yeah, the kind of person it? who plays beer pong. You'd have to be a jock yeah. to yeah. be Chad. Yes. So Chad Arblaster is someone that uh, now works at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, right, next guy. We've all Why heard would of you this? want to move on oh. so quickly from that? Some You're tangent, so impatient. Some tangents are better than others. <laughs> Chad Arblaster, call in. 
<laughs> Chad, we know you're out there. Chad, get in touch. We want to put you in touch with what? Miffy Winky? Bronte no. McQueenie. Bronte McQueenie. Get in touch. Love match. Right, next one on the list. You've all heard of him. Charles Ponzi. Ponzi scheme. The Ponzi scheme. Not the Fonzi scheme, where if you want to fix the TV, you just go, hey, and you hit it. And then you jump a rubber shark. Then you jump a rubber shark, yeah. yeah so Ponzi, so he was the original Ponzi guy. Well, yeah, he was what they named the scheme after. Yeah. The, the, the birth of the pyramid scheme. Yes. Right? So it was a scam that pays early investors returns from their investment of later investors. Right. You that's, see what I'm that's saying? That's the system. The yeah. trickle down. Yeah, yeah. He promised clients a 50% profit within 45 days or 100% profit within 90 days. Right? I'd go for the first option. I'm not much of a risk taker. I think that was the problem, wasn't it? (laughs) By buying discounted postal reply coupons in other countries and then redeeming them at face value in the US, it was a form of arbitrage? Arbitrage? Arbitrage. Arbitrage. Richard Betrage. Um, (laughs) Chad Arbitrage. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, long story short, he was currently at that time in 1920 making $250,000 a day on Crazy. this scheme. Just enough to get by. Uh, federal agents arrested him and after the Post started a series of articles asking hard questions about the operations of Ponzi's money machine, he was then sent to prison for years. On 1934, Ponzi was released, sent to Italy, then Brazil, where he spent the rest of his life in poverty. Ah. Often working as a translator. He died of a stroke in 1948. A lot of these people, you know. Yeah. They all died. That's the lesson. Oh, they all died. <laughs> no. Conning conning does not buy you immortality. It doesn't. It doesn't. You're going to die in the end, guys. Yeah. You yeah. have to con God. <laughs> all right, well, let's do one more. This guy is called Ferdinand Demara. Oh, it's the Demara scheme. No. This is where you buy sugar. <laughs> no, that's the Demarara scheme. Right. He improvised successful surgeries and was a fake surgeon. You see, what... On earth is going on there. <laughs> he was known as the great imposter, masqueraded as many people from monks to prison wardens to surgeons throughout his life. He was born in 1921, joined the army in 41, began living life by borrowing the name of his army buddy, Anthony. He then faked his suicide, borrowed another name called Robert Linton French, and then became a religious orientated psychologist, wow. <laughs> which is complicated. Both the Navy and, Navy and the army caught him eventually, and he served 18 months in prison. Story not, over? Not that long. Not that long. But that's not where the story ends. After a sh- string of pseudo-academic careers, he was, in this part of his life, a civil engineer. I mean, all faked. No documents, no proof. He was a civil engineer, an engineer, sheriff's deputy, assistant prison warden, a doctor of applied psychology, hospital orderly, a lawyer, a care... Hang on, why would you pretend to be a hospital orderly? They get paid shit. A day... Care child expert, a Benedictine monk, a so Trappist is this guy, monk. Who's this guy, Demarera? Yeah, Fre- Ferdinand Demara. Demara. Is he, was he uh, pedophile? No, I don't know. I'm just suggesting because, okay. you know. He's dead. You dead. can say what you like. Yeah. They're all dead. That's yeah. the moral. <laughs> he was an editor, <laughs> a cancer researcher, and a teacher. One teaching job led to six months in prison. Don't know why. <laughs> it doesn't say here. A prison teacher, maybe. Yeah, um, but his most famous exploit was to masquerade as a surgeon on the HMS Cayuga, a Canadian naval destroyer. This is during the Korean War, right? And he managed to improvise, improvise successful surgeries and fend off infection 
with a generous amount of penicillin. Wow. So people come up to him and say, oh, I've got a bit of uh, irritation. Yeah, penicillin. Oh, I've got gangrene. Yeah, penicillin. It works, doesn't it? It did work. It used to work. This worked until the mother of the real Dr. Joseph Sire, who he was pretending to be, found out and went, "Uh, no, (laughs) that's not... (laughs) He's not the real messiah. He's not the real messiah. Um, his life was turned into a 1960s film called The Great Imposter, and he died in 1982 as a Baptist minister. Dead. Maybe he went up to people and went, oh, like the mustard dip. And yeah. he'd go up to people and go, oh, you appear to have a lump on your shoulder, my good man. I think I can take care of that with some penicillin <laughs> and a giant fuck-off scalpel. God, I, can you imagine being a soldier fallen in the Korean War and you dragged in front of him and you got a big gaping wound in your leg and he goes, staple gun, sellotape, <laughs> I'll wing this. And if all else fails, penicillin. Yeah. Imagine Stick though, it all in. if you had to, say one of us ruptured something and you had to put one of us on the desk Yeah, and there was only like a Bic. Yeah. And, um, a I, Bic razor. I do have one of those box cutters actually somewhere. Oh yeah. Uh, I never travel without one. Because uh, you're a serial killer? I don't trust people. I'm suspicious. There's all these people walking around with parcels, and I'm like, oh, yeah. let me help you open that. But right. if, if you had to open us, if you said that ambulance is going to be half an hour and they talked, it, talked you through it on the phone, yeah. could you do it? Could you kind of weed I your could. way through the guts? Yeah, to save someone's life if it was the only you option. Could. Yeah. What about if it was sore and there was a key to your bear trap death mask and you had to cut it out of your wife's eyes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a bit blase. I don't have a wife. No, but... Also not attached to a bear trap at this point. Right, so... So what, not play hypothetical games with you anymore? Yeah, bring fucking Sherlock Holmes back to life. Yeah, I've done it. (laughs) Fucking hell. I think the best way to deal with uh, that guy from Saw... Yeah. ...who goes, you've got an hour to... I put a key in your eyeball. It's just to go, mate, I hate my life. You're doing me a favour. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, at least pretend. I put oh, a lot of money on. in this. Yeah. I put go a lot on, of time and effort. Out, I bought these on. weapons for £30,000 from a guy who says they work. Come on. Put your, put your eye out for me. <laughs> Are you masturbating? Yeah. No. Yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> the, cl- the clock says 10 minutes. I might as well chuck one out. <laughs> I can get this done in five. This is not the video I want to sell on the deep web. Is that, is that right, just, for, uh, just to end this section up. Just to end this section up. It says the greatest con men of all time. Right, you're going to love this. It's Millie Vanilli. <laughs> true, true. Because they work. You you know the story of this, don't you? M- yeah, Millie Vanilli, Vanilli didn't did sing not, their own songs. They did not. Even though they'd won in that year, 1990, when they were huge. But do you have, the clip? A... Do you have the clip of when it fucked up? Oh, because ca- they were on stage miming. You'll find it on the YouTube. They were on stage miming. Girl, you know it's true. Yeah. And then the backing CD skipped. Oh. Girl, you know it. Girl, you know yeah. it. Girl, you know it. Girl, you know it. And they're looking around going... <laughs> oh, can I just, can Girl, I just you... say, please never write in Millie Vanilli Cock-Up because you get a completely different set of search matches. Uh, yeah. I've seen that episode. <laughs> Lip sync. All right, I'll look for the clip yeah, now. You'll love it. And Lips... one of the, uh, it's like it's got a sad story because one ended up killing himself. He did, didn't he? Oh, I'm about to make fun of them. No, well, you can because he's dead. You can say what you like. Oh, well, we established that. All right, here's the 30-second clip online. I'll play it, but I don't think it's going to work unless you see the video. By the way, for this episode, all pictures and video clips we mentioned are on the website. Go to the website, thecheapshow.co.uk, and go to the designated episode page. Pictures and videos and lovely little clips there that accompany this lovely episode you're listening to right now. Anyway, uh, let's listen to uh, (laughs) Vinny You mimed that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Number two, Millie Vanilli. By taking things to a whole other level, Millie Vanilli will go down as the most famous lip-syncers of all time. 
These guys didn't sing live, nor did they even sing on their debut album. When it was revealed that a group of unknowns provided the real voices for the duo, Millie Vanilli quickly had their Grammy for Best New Artist taken away. Guess they couldn't blame it on the rain. Isn't that what that, that didn't say anything? Yeah, that was bullshit. No, it didn't. Uh, it? Uh, videos. I need to have a love a look. Playback. Uh, the Millie Vanilli tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hit, Millie Vanilli song skips live. Let's listen to this one. El principio del final no llegaría con un golpe ni un gemido. <laughs> yeah, we can't watch that video clip. <laughs> Anyway, they got they got caught lip syncing. It is out there. It and is. It's just shocking that they thought it would not go wrong. Like I watched a lot of wrestling. Yeah. And the amount of like so fucking basic. You watch a <laughs> wrestling organization and they go, right, we're gonna have a ladder match, and the prize is going to be a contract to win a shot at the title. Right, which makes we've all seen ladder matches, we know you fight each other and the first person gets yeah. the top, unclip this thing. Right, the amount of times that fucks up because what they do is they put a clipboard on a hook. Right, stupid. Yeah, they put a a blank sheet of A4 on a clipboard. Stupid. Yeah, and the amount of times I've seen that fall off the hook before anyone's got up, <laughs> and they go, "But well, now what the fuck? Did just think about it." The climb down competition. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. Anyway. Can it go wrong? Yes. Then don't do it. Yeah. So Billy nearly caught. In- but that, the thing was them miming. That's yeah. like one thing. But yeah. them not having done the original music is another thing, isn't it? Because that was the thing. Remember when, like, the 80s and the birth of dance music was coming through, and then Black Box, Right on Time, is a great example, yes. where they got a very thin black woman she, to she didn't do that. this. Do you know no, who, no, but that's the thing. Do you know who the original singer of that is? Who was it? Lolita Holloway. And she was in what? She was a singer. She was just a session singer, but she was not the original singer. What do you mean a session singer? Well, she was a singer for hire. Do she would be back no. up? No, I thought she no, was. No, that was from her hit. Oh. It's a sample, a vocal sample from her hit. But anyway, she's a big woman, right? Hit and run lover. Yeah. See, this is why I like having him around. He's full of pointless facts. It's like having Trivial Pursuit in your pocket. Yeah. It's a big wedge. <laughs> Lalita Holloway was a great singer. Yeah, no. Right. She, but she, yeah, it, she but... may be overweight. No, so no, what? But here's the thing. What, you fucking hater? It's not Pavarotti. about that. I'm overweight. Am I unattractive? Are you no, a great you're singer? Not. <laughs> you're not. And you're not a great singer. And you can barely do Long Island accents. Long Island iced tea. Anyway. I would like a hot Long Island iced tea with some coffee and some dog piss. <laughs> the point is, is that on top of the pops and they would come on and sing these songs that were all remastered, you therefore had singers having to mime the whap, whap, right yeah, on stupid. time. Yeah, yeah. You think, she never recorded it that way. No. So why don't you just stick Benny Hill's Ernie video on instead for me? Was there a video to Ernie? Yes. Because Bella, I've said this to you before on the show, Benny Hill had a big success with that song, Ernie, Fastest Milkman in the West. Yes. Was too embarrassed to go on Top of the Pops to sing it, so... Made a music video. Ah, why was he embarrassed? Because he was an embarrassed. Because very he was private a fat, individual. Well, and also he's a fat, podgy, overweight dude with a leering comedy show, and didn't want to be seen on stage singing this song, surrounded by really young people going. <laughs> anyway, long story short, uh, Millie Vanilli scum, <laughs> and that's it. Right, final section coming up now. Save that shit. It's gold. So to end on today, because it's all been about con men and hustling, I'm going to now try and con you guys. Never. 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 So I went to a charity shop, as you do, and I bought this, right? I bought it for £2. It's by Marvin's Magic, who are a respectable magic company. I trust him because he's called Marvin. Yeah. And I've never known a Marvin not to be trustworthy. Not Chad Winky Wank or whatever his name is. Chad Blaster. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a little box, little tin box that has 50 outrageous scams and hustles. All right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
It cost but me I two know, quid. I know you're going to scam me now. No, you don't. You should have no. set this up better. No, yeah, right. the box should say definitely not. Yeah. fifty outrageous scams and hustles. The box should say, sh- 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 "Hang on, this ring is lovely." Right. So I bought this from a charity shop. It's called Fifty Honest Games for Friends. Ah, to win money. That sounds good. Oh. I could win oh. some money. That's a lovely tin you have there, Paul. Yeah, and it costs two pound. Now I will say this up front: I bought this for two pound. I'm glad I did because online or in shops, brand new, this will cost you. Eighteen pound. Oh, you know what though? This should ideally be on saying for two pound because it's awful. The kind of stuff in here, I am embarrassed by to pay twenty, close to twenty quid for. Right. So inside, you get loads of little bits. Like for instance, you get this. Have you seen this one of these before? It's a little kind of cord on a uh, pulley. That's what you put a put a tenor on. Yeah. So you like you put a tenor on on the end of it, yeah. and you see, oh look, and then you go, oh, oh and it and disappears. And it gets pulled and, in. And then what? They chase. They go, oh, you're a cunt. Yeah, they they look at you and go, "Oh, mate, I could have done." I love that that cord is about two foot long, and you have to be you have to be be really (laughs) ignore me, ignore the man with the string (laughs) with the black string. It's like, oh, look, there's there's my book, and you're going to reach for it, and go, oh, Oh, it's not very good. Slag. You can get that for like a quid in a toy shop. Hand it over. All right, hand it over. All right, so we're adding up if it comes to eighteen pounds. No, you don't have to add up. It's not incremental. What happens if I attach this to my foreskin? (laughs) <laughs> I think a foreskin will disappear I'll be honest that was a question I did not expect you to ask but also in this as well look you get one of these little stickers that when you put onto glass make it look like there's a bullet hole or uh, a breakage and oh. you could say look you've broken my window or, or, my, or my mobile phone which is like the scam we heard earlier the you know the box the melon drop or whatever or the, the melon drop isn't yeah. it yes. and yeah these are things you can get in like you know, like those machines where you put like money into a slot and there's a chicken on a rotating table and all those plastic eggs. And when you yeah. put your pound in, the chicken rotates, goes, bark, 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 and then the egg falls out and then you get a toy. Somebody please remix that. Wop, 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 wop. Bark, 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 wop, 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 wop. Girl, you know it's true. Let's get Millie or Vanilli, whichever one is alive. Which one's alive? Oh, dear. Oh, what a sad ending. Anyway, so that's that. Again, that's nothing. 50p? Yeah, yeah a, a transfer. Yeah. You get this. This is awful as well. This is the greatest unboxing video. It's like an unboxing video, ever. but it's a podcast. Yeah. Look, trick people into thinking it's a press pass by having a piece of card that says press pass. Oh, that's t- Mate, very I'd fa- poor. I, I don't know, though. I think I'd fall for that because... Would you? I've never, I've never seen a press pass. I've never needed to no have one. No one has ever. I'm Apart ne- from maybe in the 50s when you wore a trilby and yeah. you stuck it in the side. Yeah. I went to... I had tickets for a cooler shaker in Winchester. Oh, um, I'm sorry, mate. Not 20 years ago, a couple of months ago. <laughs> and uh, I was like, my name's on the list. And they were like, no, it's not. Oh, no. Didn't you have one of these cars, The Flash? No, so I said, it's Damien from Sam FM. And they went... Who? Oh. What? They went... They went <laughs> Oh, no, we'll let you in because nobody would pretend to be from Sam <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's oh, good. my God. Galling. So I've never seen a press pass. Why would you? But this is it. It says, Association of Registered Journalists, official. And then it's a little place to write your name and cut a thing yeah. out, maybe laminate it if you want. But yeah, that would look better if it was laminated. Maybe, but it's still... That's 18 quid of anyone's money. Yeah. That's what? I'd pay 30 quid for that. If, mm. if you're taking the time to laminate it, people will go, definitely not a scam uh, and because then get, that takes time. Yeah. Then get this, right? Inside... VIP wristbands. Mm-hmm. You know the kind of ones you get at festivals? Yeah. That's, you know, you that's, look like you've never been to a festival before in your life. Right. But <laughs> all, it, all it is, it's an orange little piece of plastic that yeah. looks like a wristband that says VIP, special guest, access all areas. That would get you beaten up. That, if, you, if you went to like Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. with this on, I'm with Coldplay, they'd, laugh at you. they'd only stop laughing once they'd finished pummeling yeah, your face. Yeah, yeah. 
That, That's it's, terrible. You, you can't This con. is for children. No, but it's... To 20 pretend. quid. It's 20 quid. It's a terrible box. It's 20 it's quid. It's a box of, of shit. I still see more, though. There's more in there. Yeah, but this is the thing. So you get this... So, so far, the press pass card... Bullshit. The stickers... Bullshit. The stupid plastic VIP... The retracting bull lanyard. Foreskin thing. snapper. What did you pay? Ah! <laughs> his ble- his foreskin is bleeding. <laughs> so far, what would you pay for that? In all? Three pounds. A couple of quid? Yeah. In a toy shop? Yeah. But now we get into the heavy duty shit. All right. I'm going to film these little bits because I'm going to try and use these ones to scam you now, all right? You're going to scam us. I'm going to do my very best to scam it's you. Good job I'm wearing my favourite t shirt with a moose on it. I didn't realise I was going to be it's on good the good t-shirt. It's all right, your face aren't going to be in. All oh, right. I Which bit the, is going to be I, in, though? I know the keyboardist out of Kuda Shaker. Yeah? Yeah, do I you? Hey, dude. Henry. Yeah. What I'm about to do now is perform two hustles using the uh, the Fifty Shades... out. No, not Fifty Shades. Oh, 50, 50 Shades, shades of, of Crap. <laughs> 50 Shades of Scams and Hustles Marvin Magic set, which is all here, right? I've now got two scams I'm going to work out. So the first one... It's called the three-card trick, all right? Three-card Monty. Yeah. I've got three cards here, right? Yeah. Here's how the trick works. You go, oh, look, there are three cards, right? And you show them. You go, oh, look, right? There's yeah. the three cards. Now, Eli, queen, yeah. Eli, you see, all you got to do is say, Eli, which of these three cards is the queen, right? So, look, you go, oh, look, and you go, oh, uh, uh. Which, uh, which one of those is the queen? It's the one in the middle. Is it that one? Yes. Let's have a look. It's not... It says, ha, 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 you owe me a drink. That's pretty good, that. Damien, do you want us to have a go of it? Yeah, please do. Right, where's it gone? Right, so you got you got your cards, and you go, oh, there's the queen, uh, and then you put... No, I've just, I've just seen how he does it. Shut up. I've just seen how he does it. So you look, you go, oh, look, where's the queen? It's the queen, right? Yeah. So you go, which one is the queen? Which one do you think it is? The queen is yeah. the one that's inside the fake cards. <laughs> No, it says, ah, oh, you owe me a drink yeah. again. But look, here's how the trick works. I'm going to ruin the magic circle now because you've got this card here, which has a little flap on. Oh. A little flap. And what happens is you put the fake card in there like that. So it's like that, like that, you see? Yeah. And then and that, covers up and the then that card uh, yeah. covers up the crime. Right. And you go, oh, ho, ho. And you go, which one's the queen? And you go, I bet 50 quid you don't know which one's the queen. And then I turn it over, and, I, and then you still don't give me 50 quid because you've never had that much money in your bank account at any one time. Oh, because I'm what? Why? A tramp. And? Ugly. And? When you, turn that, <laughs> when, you, when you turn that card over, it said you owe me a drink, right? Yeah. Right. I could just give you a drink of that size. You could. You could indeed. And you have your could, right to. Could It looks suspiciously like, and this is a long callback, it looks suspiciously <laughs> like Eli's frothy wee oh. that he had when he tried to pass a drugs test. So I could actually just hand that to you. I'd like and... a glass of my own frothy wee. <laughs> <laughs> it's drinkable. Right, here's the next trick. It's very clean. I, I had to pay a, a child for it. You can it. get high off it. Right, here's the next trick. See, these are the cards from Psychic Land. Oh, you know, the wavy psych- lines. Wavy lines, square, circle. star, Am circle, I going to get electrocuted on No. This? This is no. I'm not going to try and chat you up and electrocute Eli. Oh, actually, there's a new podcast. Yeah, there's a new podcast. Electrocute Eli. Yeah, <laughs> while Paul I'll, gets his rocks off. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Can we have videos of Cara Lane? No. Cara Lane. Sorry, Cara. No, Car- Cara Lane. <laughs> we all do the bad Japanese accent again now. A woman listening called Cara Lane has just gone. Phew. Right. <laughs> so what you got to do? All right, Eli. Yes. Right. You got to pick one of these cards out at random, and right. then hold it to your head. 
and I have to guess which one, okay. using my psychic powers, you've chosen. Have a go. Don't show me, right? Now, put it on your forehead and do have a think. You know do what I need to look is? at it? You need to look at it so you know what it is, right? Okay. Right, so put it on your forehead. Just place it with one finger. Yeah. Right, so it's I on my forehead. Right, I want to see it. I want to see the back of it. Why do you need to see the back I, of it? You just go fat. with it. Hold it, be psychic. Hold you, you don't have to yeah, see but the you back. describe. You hold. You want hold. to see the back of the card, do you, Paul? Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I want to see that. That I just want to see that. Right. It is. Uh, you have got. <laughs> Shut up. Hold it still. He's <laughs> you, you can't. You can't hear him because he's off his microphone. Uh, yeah. I'm, this but, is lame. I'm using. Hold your head still. I can't find a secret code if you don't do that. I he's can't. filling to try and work out what. The this card is the is. worst magic show. It's I've ever the been square. To. Yes. Yay! I'm psychic. How do you think I did it? It's a magic eye picture on the back of the card. No. And Eli's looking now at the cards. He's trying to figure out how the magic trick was done. He doesn't know. You you are delighted by magic, aren't you? I don't know how you did that. Ah! It's the number of petals. It's Oh, you're very close. The number of... Oh, you're very close. I'm hard. <laughs> oh, you're close. I'm getting there. It's the number of something. You are right with the petals. The clue is in the petals. One of the petals is always raised, and depending on the position on that circle, you know which card it is they're holding against their head. I think Eli's having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> a sexy moment. What right. do you mean raised? I'll show you exactly later, but right. basically... On the video. If you're watching, if you're watching this on the... If you, if you listen to this on the podcast and you want to see it, go to the video, which will be on our YouTube channel, hopefully about now. Uh, look, you see, there's a little thing here. Uh, on and, the corners. Yeah, on the corners are little circles of petals, them, right? One of them sticks yes. out. And one of them sticks out. So in this case, it's that little one there, which shows me it's one line, which presents to me the circle, because it's one complete line. But if it was the fourth one, it has four sides, therefore it's the square. If it's the second one, it's two lines, which means it's the cross. And that's how psychics do it. Ah. Yeah, well, in that case, that's Pretend how they psychics do it. Do. Pretend psychics. Right, are we ready for the last one? Oh. Now, this one's for Eli, Okay. They're Sorry. always for Eli. Sorry, mate. You are furniture for the point of this. <laughs> right. Sexy furniture. Ooh, so I'm gonna give sexy. you I'm gonna give you a dice, right? And I need to get these chips out, okay? Get your chips out. I so can, I can smell your chips. So here's here's what happens. You've got all these chips, and each chip has got a number value on, right? Yes. So in this case it's one hundred or five hundred, uh fifty example, just like you know, all the usual gambling chips. Now what's gonna happen is this. We're gonna play a little game, you and me. Alright. Whatever one you end on. Whichever chip is left last on this board, yeah. you get the monetary value. Now, okay. obviously, I don't have 500 quid, so I'll give you a £5 note, right? If it's 500. If it's 100, I'll give you... A quid. If it's 50, I'll give you 50p, right? Okay? Okay. So, all you got to do is roll the dice, and whatever number it lands on, we turn over, and that's which one you From don't where? have. From which direction? So, one, two, three, four, five, six, right? Okay. That's how it works. One, sure. two, three, four, five, Yellow six. Is one. All right, so here's the dice. All you got to do is roll it. So, roll it. Two. So... One, two. You have not won. Five pound. Oh, I'm sorry. Roll it again. And this one is six. So one, two, three, four, five, six. You have not won 20p. Oh, you have not won 20p. Roll it again. So it's whatever I'm left with. Yeah, yeah. whatever you're left with. Okay. Wow. One. So that one's that one, which means you have not won 100 pence, which is a pound in this British country. Two. Roll it again, because that was five. Uh, six. Oh, we've done that one again. Okay, good. One again. Keep on rolling. Two. Keep on rolling. Jesus Christ. Three. One, two, three. You have not won 50 pence. Deal or no deal would be a lot quicker if you just did it like this. It's going to be four or five. So keep rolling until you get a four or five. (laughs) Let's just pretend. No. 
three. We're going to do this properly so the fates allow. Come on, keep going. You can do this. It's a four. No, it's not. Oh. Keep going until you get God, it proper. This is like purgatory. Keep rolling. Keep I rolling forever. Keep going forever. Two, keep going forever. I can't Come do on, it anymore. keep rolling. Just land it on four then. Four. Four, right. <laughs> you have not won. Oh, ten pence. Mm. So, which one have you won? You have won the one that says, Eli? Loser. <laughs> you won, fucking loser. How does that work, then? Uh, look at the dice. There's no five on the dice. There's no five on the dice. It's bullshit. <laughs> look at his smug face. Look at him. I tricked you with magic. So, uh, there you go. And so, that's what you get with this whole set. For 20 quid, that's what you get. That's it. That's the entirety To, to be fair. I mean, all right. You know, that's not all actually true. You do get a little book with little scams in, but they're all the kind of things you get in a pub. You know, like, there are nine was, matches yeah, and nah, God, nah, nah. So the things you can get online for free. It was worth it just to see Eli lose his rag over a fixed dice. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth the money. Can I'll I have this VIP? I'm going to go down Bimble Bap and... Uh... Yeah. First class on the train home, that's what you're trying yes. to find. All right. Well, oh, excuse me. I used excuse to work me. Here. <laughs> right, well, well, end, Sam da- FM. Damien, we'll end with you then. We'll end with one of the little puzzles to say, if you don't get this wrong, you've got to give me a fiver or whatever this bull crap is. Right, here we go. Oh, I'll just give you a lift home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So here okay. we go. What we're going to do is solve this riddle, yeah. right? A plane crashes on the border of Portugal and Spain, and this caused quite a stare because they didn't know where to bury the 30 survivors. So where did they bury them, Spain or Portugal? Nowhere. Who says there was anyone on the plane? No, the, the, it says there, 30. How many? like the thinking. Yeah. Are there like any prostitutes thinking. on the plane? Star, no. Star, star, <laughs> what do you want again. a dead prostitute start for? Star because there's a bit Pro- missing what? here. What? I mean, Listen. that's a question that answers itself. The prostitutes. Pl- a pl- right, a plane full of prostitutes. Dead prostitutes? <laughs> Are they plane, dead already? Okay. A plane cr- crashes full of prostitutes on the border of Portugal and Spain, and it caused quite a stare because they didn't know where to bury the 30 survivors. So did they bury them in Spain or Portugal? Yeah, they just left them there because they're dead. No. They took... They- Buried them where they live. Yeah. No. They don't live in Spain or Portugal because they're on a plane. You are fucking idiots. Listen. All right. A plane crashes on the border of Portugal and Spain, right? They didn't know where to bury the 30 survivors. Where did they bury them? No way, because they're, they're not they're dead. Survivors are yeah, dead. Yeah, there you go. You fucking muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get three goes at these questions. Anyway, well done. Just for the video, sign off. That's Damien. And that's Eli, and I'm sexy. I'm sorry for that last image. So I scammed you good and proper. You did. I am the best. Suck it, lick it, flick it, and tickle it. Thank wa- you, Paul. Thanks, uh, thanks for being on the show. Oh, wait, I'm doing the intro. I'm doing the wrap-up now. I'm doing the wrap-up now. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all, all right. right. Can all I right. do something? Do you always yeah. do the wrap-up? Yeah. Yeah. Is he shit at it? I'm not shit at it. How dare you? I'm doing the rap watch now. Him, watch him fucking make this, make 10 <laughs> seconds <laughs> sound like 50 years as he messes up the fucking everything. Well, that's time. Don't throw cards at me. This like, dice, so... I'm going to shove this dice up your ass. We're like X-Men. Now I've got, now I'm under <laughs> pressure to get this right. I'm, I'm under undue pressure. Right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to end of a fucking new head blow it. <laughs> Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of a yet. Oh, no, not of a yet. <laughs> You've put the pressure on me. It's not oh, fair. Should I do it, Paul? No. Should I fucking yeah, do it? Yeah, because you don't know the address and the Twitter account I or do. anything. You Look, don't. I'll just go to you. Listen. All right, okay. Right. You, you set it up. I'll knock him dead. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of yet another brilliant episode. Well, that's for you to judge, but <laughs> I liked it. Uh, episode of podcast... Uh... Uh, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> uh, Jamie, do you want to have a crack? 
Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the cheapest cheap show ever. Paul Gannon has been exceptional and has kept his trousers on. Thank you. Eli Silverman has told us many stories about his frothy wee. He still hasn't got this under 10 seconds, though. He's, just, he's going, oh, into, Wonder, ten, is it he's going into Wonder Country now. Oh, I didn't realise it was 10 seconds. Oh, you see, the pressure's on you now. Here's, no, look, fine. this I is it. I can do 10 seconds. Fucking done with this episode, right? We're done. Scratch, it's ended. If you like this show, and why not? We're just as good as any other podcast. You can get in touch with us. Email us with questions for Eli, maybe. Yes, please. I want more questions. So email us at this address, which is the cheap show. Dot co, no. <laughs> the cheap show at gmail.com. Right? That's where you can email us. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at the cheap show pod. If you want to go on Facebook, just type in cheap show. You can find us. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and other SoundCloud apps. Eli, on Twitter, where can they follow you? Eli Snoid, E L I S N O I D. Damien, where can people follow you on Twitter? At Chad Arblaster. <laughs> And I am Paul Gannon Show at Paul. No, at Paul Gannon Show. <laughs> Fucking no. See what I mean? See what I mean? Should we try again? I will just. I'll wrap it up. Go yeah? on. You wrap it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've come to the end of another brilliant episode of the Cheap Show. Thanks for listening, and uh, thanks to our guest, Damien St John. Thank you, Damien. Where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at Niffy Winky. <laughs> uh, no, sorry. At Niffy Winky Four. <laughs> Niffy Winky Four. Good. <laughs> Eli. Eli Snoid. E L I S N O I D. But you won't find anything of interest because I never go on it. You never do. Even your noodle chat's gone. Well, I did down answer, answer a noodle question. You did. About and I, Paul Noodle. And I'm at Paul Gannon Show on Twitter. The podcast is at the Cheap Show Pod on the website. It's www.thecheapshow.co.uk. If you want to email us, it's thecheapshow at gmail.com and. Uh, and we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, most independent uh, uh, iCloud apps. <laughs> My brain is melting. Subscribe, please rate us online. It helps us drive up the traffic. And you can also catch me and Eli on the Barshans YouTube channel. Do you know what would happen if you typed all that out and printed it before you came in? Yeah, it would make this show sound so much more professional. We'd be in the bar I'm against by it. Now. I'm against yeah. it. Too much polish, is that what you're saying? It's rough and ready. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. It's been... Thank you for putting up with my this. My favourite podcast threesome so. <laughs> and on that note, I'm off home to watch Bread and Have an Anger Wank. Goodbye.